Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right, welcome to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host, Sylvie Daouz, sitting here in beautiful Chelsea, Quebec, Canada. And guess what? It's Friday and it's the coaches segment, which is super fun. And I've got a really cool episode for you based on what I just did last night in my training program with my clients. Um, so before we get started, um, how are you? How are you doing? And what's on the agenda for the weekend? I'd love to know. So first of all, if you're listening to this at work or maybe you're working out or maybe you're cycling and listening to me, um, if you can, this one is a visual one because I'm going to share with you um, some of the spreadsheets that I have been using with my clients to determine training zones. So today we're going to be talking about FTP tests and zones. Yay! So, but here's the thing. So, you know, I always... I started thinking about, um, you know, just giving ourselves permission to be amazing. And I just want to tell you how amazing you are. And if you haven't told yourself that in a while, go to the mirror and say, and point at yourself and go, I'm freaking amazing. I am awesome. I'm going to rock 2022 because right now, guys, this is the time to be putting together these plans, these dreams, these aspirations, these events that you want to do with wrapped around your cycling. And it's just a great time to really sit and reflect. And I want to encourage you to do that. And I also, um, you know, want to encourage you to share with me um, your goals for next year, do it on YouTube though. Or if you want to DM me on Instagram. Um, yeah. So I'd like to know what you're up to for next year. Um, now today is we're going to talk about FTP tests. And before we get into the FTP test and why and how and what does it mean and all that stuff. And I also said that I'm going to share with you the spreadsheet that I use to determine to use the data from the tests to give out the training zones to my clients. So if you're able to switch over to YouTube, just go in the show notes right at the top is the YouTube link to this episode. And um, hopefully it's downloaded by the time you get to, get to it because I'm like right on the wire here. Um, and uh, yeah, so then you can kind of see what, because I'm going to show you 
I'm going to, I'm going to share the spreadsheet on here. Now, before we get into that, testing is an important part of training because you need somewhere to start in knowing your zones for your heart rate or and, and or your power output is important so that it has purpose. You know, your training has purpose. So, and it also prevents overtraining and undertraining in the same breath, right? Because you could be going out and, you know, jumping on all these group rides and completely um, just working way out of your zone. And at the end of the day, if you do a lot of those over a, a lot of weeks, you're going to get overtrained, injured, sick, whatever. Um, but if you have pure, if you have real goals, um, they require a certain amount of endurance-based building and, and anaerobic-based building plus strength training. So this is what I want to offer you guys today. And this is going to be an ongoing thing on my page. Um, actually, you have to go to the show notes to get the link. It's not on my Facebook, my um, website yet, but it's a seven, $7 for 14 days of strength training. Now with all the great stuff that you're doing with a wrapped around cycling, ask yourself, have you found space to lift weights, male or female? More importantly for females, because we cannot expect, we like, Riding our bike is not going to help us build muscle. Sorry, not even like, I mean, you're going to build muscle development in your legs, but what about the rest of your body? And that's where it's really important. Um, so $7, 14 days free, like 14 days workout trial to work out with me, um, either live or access all I have over a hundred forty-five minute quick workouts in the library. So for seven dollars, you can join me live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, seven thirty a.m. Eastern. So if that doesn't work for you, um, then you go straight to the library and you grab one of those forty-five minute workouts. They're all the same format. They're all unique. They all target your full body. So legs, core, and abs. And, um, I've been doing those for two years and I've had amazing results. Like my strength training and my performance, my cycling has gone, like has gone through the roof. Um, now I have that in my training plan. I have a certain amount of endurance based building and strength and, and uh, anaerobic and, so it's a balance of everything. So that's why I'm offering you, if you don't have anything and you're wondering what to do, and you're just like you standing there looking at your weights at home and you're not, and you don't know what to do, or maybe it's, you know, you got some rest like bands and you don't know what to do. Jump, use my program. Like I use minimal equipment, resistance bands, dumbbells, stability ball, that's it. And you can get a solid workout because you need it. Upper body strength. Ladies, you don't want to start looking frail on the upper body and, and cycling because 
the next time you fall, and I don't want to wish it on anybody, what if you break something because you're you're brittle, you're frail, you don't have no muscles wrapped around those joints and hips, knees, elbows, what these are the things that go and then they they put you out of the game. All right, so let's get into that. So go to the show notes and grab that $7 for 14 days right now before Christmas. It's the best time to start getting and adding that into your straining, your training routine. And I'll tell you right now, you get the rest of the year for free, <laughs> you know, right up to January. And then if you jump into that, you will be asked to join my January challenge. And that's going to be super fun, like wrapped around, like that's just going to be fun. Um, I know you might be thinking, well, I've got so much going on with everything else, but let's just face it. It's, it's fun to do some challenges that are <laughs> like, you know, step challenges, macro challenges, like a little ab workout challenges, things like that, that I have in there that are going to be super fun. So that being said, go grab that ridiculously amazing price and let's start working out because anybody at any level man or woman can use those workouts and trust me like I research those every night before so I'm challenged as much as you are which is the fun part um so anyways I love doing them I love putting them together and I love giving them out to my community and working out live and knowing that you men you know men and women are using them on their own time. Okay, so let's start about FDP test. I have six different ways you can get this information. And it's so important if you're going to start training online, uh, anywhere or even outside, that you have a benchmark to work towards and that you schedule in regular. Um, at least every four, uh, four, every six to eight weeks, you test yourself. And I'm going to give you some long and short ways of doing it outside and inside um, that um, you can go out and test and see if you're progressing. See if you're actually increasing your fitness. You know, it, it's, it would be a shame to be doing all this training and not track your progress, right? So the reason, and the reason why I'm doing this is because last night in my 16 week program, um, we always do this the beginning of the 16 weeks as you know, like we're training for four months. So my program is all about skills development. So within your training program or plan or routine, uh, some of it should be skills-based, right? You can't just go out hammer all the time and expect that you're improving, you know, your pedal stroke or, I mean, go back to my podcast, my, my personal coaching podcast episodes. And there's a ton on like pedal stroke efficiency, efficiency versus economy, picking the right program, like all these things um, that it, you can help you. You know, I think there's even one like, the top things you need in your program, um, you know, so that you're, you come out successful. So 
last yesterday we did a test and here's the thing i used to do this inside in the studio and it was on um um tax bikes and they they were completely fitted with power cadence distance everything which is awesome um because we could effectively run a map test so a maximum aerobic power test and this is something that you will do you you would do inside a studio if you pay for it um so you start off with a certain wattage you have to keep 90 rpm and every three minutes you add 20 watts until you basically can't go any further so we did that because it's important everybody needs to know what their zones are one to five because the next session that's what we're going to be training on okay this exercise is zone one you need to know what your zone one is Okay, so here's six different ways. And before you split after I give you the six, I'm gonna go into the purpose, the best way, um, best thing to track, like between power and watts, why and how it's done. And, and then I'm gonna show you the um, spreadsheet that I created that I sent out my clients once they have their data they can input it and download their zones. So super cool. Um, yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. Are you guys ready? Okay, so here's the six different ones. Now, depending on where you are, um, you can do num number one is what we did. We did a 20 minute ramp test. So every five minutes, we increase the intensity. Now with all FTP, so that's functional threshold power test or MAP test, maximum aerobic power test, all of these, the baseline is 90 RPM. So you have to keep a baseline of 90 RPM in your cadence as you're applying the resistance and increasing the power, right? Once you start dropping below 90 and you cannot keep that power, you're basically, that's the end of your, your test. You take your maximum power output and your wattage and your heart rate, those two numbers, you put them into the spreadsheet and you get, boom, your zones. Okay, so we did the 20 minute ramp test and you could do this online or offline. Oh no, sorry. This one's, um, this one is an offline, so you can do this at home. You can do this at home. Number two is the three minute all out. You can do this outside as long as you have like a long flat strip of pavement. You can, you can um, track that. Um, and number three is a three kilometer. So those two, you can do them online, you can do them offline, you can do them outside. You just need a, a flat stretch of pavement. You don't wanna be going up and down hills. Um, so, cause any power output test that you wanna be like a straight line, straight line. So like online, it's straight. It's not like, um, unless you do some crazy hill tests, that's probably outside of this scope. That's probably based on your trainer or your coach. No, that's number four. 
So if you happen to go be going into a studio or into like, um, so like Peak Center, I'm just thinking about them. If you want to do testing, you can go there with your bike and they will facilitate the test. You also have to pay for that. Um, and in conjunction, you can do a lactate threshold test as part of that. And what that is, is they'll take a prick of blood every three minutes and they'll measure your lactate buildup in your blood. However, they've said there's been reports over the years that lactate threshold testing is not accurate because if um, you have to take it at the precise time, every time, and if you get water in there, it can dilute the blood. So don't bother with the lactate threshold. You can pretty much gauge when you're gonna blow up or getting close to it. That's your lactate threshold. <laughs> um, number five, um, the MAP test, like I was talking about. So every three minutes, you increase 20 watts until you cannot hold your 90 RPM any longer. Um, and then um, I was talking about online. If you do like Swift, they have, you know, a couple fast, quick or longer tests. Like last night, I did um, a quick test, which is really quick. <laughs> I didn't last very long. So it was like every minute it goes up, um, I think it was like 30 watts, 20 watts. Anyways, it was every minute. So if you're going to do something like that, make sure you're good and warmed up. Not like me. Um, okay, so there's your six, counted up six. And there might probably other ones um, that I know of. So number one was your 20 minute ramp test. Number two was your three minute all out. Number three was your three kilometer all out. Number four was going to a test location. Number five was the map test. So um, every three minutes you add 20 watts. And then the sixth one is online. So you, you, you sign up into Zwift and take that. So the purpose of having your heart rate zones, heart rate zones and or um, watt zones. So power output zones. And I always get this question is that when I give clients both of their zones, they're like, well, I was out doing a ride and um, uh, it was so like, I couldn't balance my watts to my heart rate. And you're like, okay. so if you've ever done this, you can't, it's impossible because your heart rate doesn't isn't like an on and off switch like your power output is. Do you know what I mean? Like when you stop pedaling, your power output drops. We start pedaling, your power output increases. You can't drop your heart rate like that and bring it back up. So when I talk to my, my um, when I have my 16 week clients, I'm always like, okay, you got both of them. You pick one that you're gonna, you're gonna be following. And the one you should follow are your watts, your power output, because that's the one you have the most control over. And then you watch your heart rate. Okay. Um, like I said, you can't, you can't effectively balance the two. It's impossible. 
because your heart rate will go up and it'll stay up there. So once you get your zones, if you've got both of them, focus only on your, your, your power numbers. Okay. So, you know, your coach is going to give you, okay, you want, um, you are going to do a 30 minute ride in zone two. So um, your range can be like 120 to 148. So you're just going to ride in there for your hour or whatever. Okay. Or your coach gives you the train at the top of zone two, or it could be like train at 65% of your zone four. So you have to calculate that. You're like, oh. so you know what I mean? So that's where it's super important to understand that you cannot use both of them. Um, but I have seen some, I mean, when you see crazy athletes who can control their heart rate so much, and they're so fit that when they stop, it like plummets. That's like 1% of the population. Okay. So <laughs> it's amazing to see, but it's not going to be you and me. Okay. Um, so, you know, I was just saying, so the best ways is to use power for most control. Cause if you're, um, you know, especially online, if you're doing some training, um, training plans, you know, it'll say, you know, you're going to go, you plunk in your numbers and say, okay, these intervals you're going to do at these numbers, right? So you have to try and hit them. Um, and it's also, you know, and why do we do these? Um, well, it's just great information. A lot of people want to know and track their progress. So this is the only way to do it. Um, but also, like I was saying, it prevents overtraining. So getting burnt out and it, and it prevents undertraining, which is not getting any results or anything better than what you started out with. Um, because if you were to sit on your bike, say, okay, I'm gonna go online or I'm gonna train in my basement by myself. Um, I did an episode of, about this and, and how online training or training by yourself can actually prevent you from um, gaining any kind of results because I don't know about you, but if you sit on your trainer, you've got no focus in front of you, nothing, you don't have your numbers or anything. And what you're going to do is you're going to zone out or you're going to play on your phone. And then you're going to be sitting there at like, you're going to be pedaling at something like ridiculous, like 50 RPM, really slow. You might as well just go sit on the couch, to be honest. So it has to be with purpose. And that's that. That's the next one. It's just keeping focused. So if you have numbers, you have your heart rate monitor. So my program, you have to have a heart rate monitor, obviously. You have to have a cadence meter on your, on your bike. Okay, those are the two main things you have to have to do the program efficiently. You don't have to have power. You have to have one of the two heart rate zones to follow. And cadence is a must because we are working on speed all the time, up the hills, down the hills, flats, sprints, and cadence is an amazing um, tool. Uh, I'll tell you a little story. So I used to have a spinning studio from 
hold on here, 2001 to 2009. <laughs> so just take yourself back there, pre-Facebook, pre-social media, pre-power, pre-everything. And um, so what we did, like our spin bikes did not have cadence on them. We had to count them out for 30 seconds, like count your pedal stroke, like your knee goes up and you count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, up to 15 times four. Okay. You're in the right zone, you know? <laughs> so that's what we had to do as spin instructors back then. And then I was able to, to buy this unit that I could put on my spin bikes that would track cadence, um, speed and distance. And then like, that was like a game changer. We didn't have to count anymore. Like I could say, okay, everybody bring it up to 90 RPM because it was on their bikes. And then there's like the revolution of like power meters and everything like, holy crap. And it's happened in the last like, you know, 10 years. Unbelievable. The evolution of power and training. So anyways, be thankful you're sitting where you are right now. Um, so yeah, so building certain areas, this is another keep with a Y strength training, endurance base building. Um, and here's the, how that's getting your zones, like getting used to pedaling at 90 RPM. So a lot of people are like, uh, you know, um, sitting and training at zone one or zone two are like, um, my head's going to fall off. It's so freaking boring. Yeah. But here's the thing. Imagine you could be increasing your strength by increasing your gears every time you go and sit on your trainer to go for a 90 minute zone two ride. Okay. So let me just say, so zone two ride and you're in the small ring or you're in the big ring depending on what kind of gear ratio you have at the front and you start at say like a 17 in the back okay so that's like mid-range of your cassette so you're spinning you're spinning nicely 90 rpm cool not breaking a sweat heart rate is zone two or your power is in zone two and then so imagine you do that for like a month. You do that a couple times a week for a month. And then the next month you add a gear. So now you're down to the 15 and you do it again. You keep your 90 RPM. So if you watch your power output and your speed, you're going to be going faster. And then imagine you get down to the 11, big ring, 11, and you can keep a 90 RPM. Imagine what your output would be at zone two heart rate. So like that's mind blowing power right there. You can get that strong to be able to put out that amount of power for that duration in zone two. Like you see these guys at the Tour of France, like, and you and they show their heart rates. Like this is immense training. So zone two is a powerful place to build your strength. It's not a boring place. If you make it boring, it's going to be boring. 
put on Netflix, but then, you know, keep yourself focused. Um, okay. So I've talked about the, all that. Let's just go. I'm going to, I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to, um, talk about to the best of my abilities. So you guys can see this. All righty. Let's just move all this stuff up here. Okay. So what I've done here is this is the Excel spreadsheet. Excuse me. This is for our test that we did yesterday in my 16 week uh, for the 20 minute. So what the girls did is they, after the 20 minutes, they gave me their av like their finishing up heart rate. And this is what happens in a test. Really, you work all this, like you work in this test all the way up to the point that you're gonna barf and you can't push 90 RPM anymore and you're, you're done. That is when we take those numbers, like you're finishing up heart rate, like it's not gonna go any higher and the highest power output that you got to and you plunk it into this this um, formula so but before we get into that formula which is uh down here um this one up here at the top is for people who did not make the test or just were not uh, in attendance so instead of like doing the test at home, which they can, or if they don't want to, they just, and this is a simple formula, you can find this anywhere. It's uh, your resting heart rate. If you have your resting heart rate, it's the truest heart rate zones you're gonna get um, based on your age. So that's 220 minus your age. This is the, you know, times like 50%. This is, you know, heart rate top and bottom, bottom and top. But if you add your resting heart rate, it changes. So I'm going to guess mine is like 51. I think it's super small less, but you'll see here, everything changed because of the calculation. You know, the calculations are right here. Okay. I'm not a whiz at Excel, but it had some help. Um, and that'll be like the truest set of zones that I can get without doing a map test or a functional threshold test okay so that one i did for some ladies who didn't want to do it um it's totally okay but they have to have a range for the program because it's useless for them to pay the money to train with me if they don't have things to follow it's you know it's it would be it would be extremely boring for them um, anybody actually. Okay. So then let's move down here. This is, so we did two tests. We did a 20 minute test and then we had 15 minutes and then we did a three minute test. So the finishing Watts for this one test, this is just numbers thrown out. Let's say, let's just say two for, um, you know, like for ladies new to cycling, 180. So that's my finished wattage at the top, like maxed out. And so if you see, it wrapped right down and gave me a new calculation for my heart rate zones. Okay, I don't think this one needed to change. I think I might have to leave it. 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to. Okay, and then this one is for the the three minutes. So if I did like two hundred, yeah. So I'm gonna have to change some of these. Um, and then we go to the finishing heart rate, which is these are the two numbers we need. That's what we're working towards to find these two numbers that we can like we've been able to push harder. So if I did like my first map test in you know, November, and then I come back at the end of December and I, I, in November, I finished at 220. And in December, I was able to increase my performance to finish at 240. I've already made huge gains and I haven't even hit the new year yet. Okay. So in conjunction also, so there's my heart rate. Oh shit. Gotta fix all those calculations. Um, you can actually increase the heart, increase the size of your heart by training properly. Now, go to and Google Hunter Allen's. Um, he has two episodes with me. We talked about that. Go to his episodes, check that out as well. And, uh, but the more you train, the more you train your heart the stronger it's going to get. And you can agree, it's just like any other muscle. Um, so this is kind of, now your zones tell a story. When we used to do our map test, and this is something you can, you can only do inside, you need a partner for this, is that um, every three minutes you track your heart rate. Okay. So if I start at 120 and I finish my 120 at 90 RPM, my heart rate was at like 120. And if I go to next would be uh, 140 and I finished my heart rate would have moved up to like 132. So, and then I've, I finished that successfully. I moved up to 160. My heart rate is starting to elevate to 140. So you see how the, your heart rate, you could track your heart rate as it elevates, as you go up in power. And that also tells a coach a lot about your fitness level. Believe it or not, I've been looking on YouTube for um, information on this for a while, actually, um, because if you happen to be like a, you just love climbing hills all the time. You think that's going to give you the endurance and strength. Um, you just ride the big ring all the time. Your like your cadence is below 85. Your heart rate, like once put this through will jump. Like you'll see a massive jump like in one increment. So if you can imagine this, like, and then you just say like, this person has no endurance base at all, right? Because they cannot hold, they cannot like, you know, or their fitness level is just really poor. But, you know, it's one of the two. Um, so it, because this person just train, trains like 100% intensity. There's no uh, zone one training in there whatsoever. 
Um, and so, um, so taking your zones and watching it, watching your heart rate move up as you're working harder is a way of looking at your overall fitness. Isn't that cool? So that's why it's really cool to do that with somebody else. Like you can't do it yourself because you need to write it everything down. And at the end, when you're like going to die and you're finishing off your three minutes, you need somebody screaming at you. So, but if you, so this is, it's a really cool piece of data. And I used to do that a lot because when we did in the studio, we would partner up and people would test each other. Um, so, and then they would be writing down the data and they would send it to me and um, I would put it through and then it, it kind of gave you a good gauge as to where everybody was at. Um, so that's kind of like wrapping it up. Um, you know, I think I've touched on everything I want to touch on. It's just a lot of information, but um, at the end of the day, um, if you've got goals, you need, it's, it's so important and smart to do these tests. I know a lot of people hate them because it completely puts you out of your comfort zone. Right. And I always got like at the end of my 16 week program, I would have like maybe half because when they start the program, they have no idea what they're getting into. Right. <laughs> okay second class we're going to do this test it's going to be and like it's a for a lot of people is putting them completely out of their comfort zone and they do not like it and then they don't come back you know they've got some sort of excuse for the last test at the second last class you know so we're you know we test at the end because for me it's important that I've um people um get stronger right so we could track progress. So whether you kind of like baselined it all the way through and same at the end, um, or like we have, re we have recorded like five to 20% increase in fitness level over four months. That's pretty significant. That, that also means that you're not just training my session. You're also doing additional stuff. Um, and then you know, I don't even talk about like preparing for this, like rest and hydration and eating properly and, you know, being prepared, you know, to work your hardest for like 20 minutes. So it's like a good event. So anyways, that's that. I think I'm pretty much done. So we'll just finish up with, you have to remember 90 RPM, and your 80-20 rule, 80% endurance, 20% intensity, 80% zone one, zone two, 20% zone four and zone five. Zone three, kind of don't go there. Um, the reason being, it's kind of like a not zone two, obviously, and not zone three. It's kind of like a junky area to train in. Um, you want to have a strong base and a strong upper end. So with that guys i hope i chewed off your ear enough i must get this out to you and um so i hope you enjoyed that i hope you took away some really information uh good information i hope i explained it 
uh, well enough that it was not confusing. Um, and uh, again, I always offer up uh, my ear uh, for comments on uh, YouTube um, and where I can respond to you there. So, or you can DM me on Instagram, but make sure you follow me on Instagram and also the podcast on Instagram. So with that, have an amazing weekend. Love you guys. And guess what? I just checked today and the downloads are at 999,555. So we are 500 downloads away from 100,000. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Um, if you're still here, like I started this podcast December 15th and I'm just like over the moon that I've hit a hundred thousand downloads. And I've told you before, so appreciate you guys. Thank you for being such amazing listeners and sharers and, um, coming back for more, um, you know, if, uh, and I always ask you if, if you know of someone who would be good for this podcast, I got some really cool, um, interviews lined up for next year, but anyways, love y'all have an amazing afternoon and weekend. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the secrets from the saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.